0: Hi, I'm Isabel Marquez.
1: I'm Elias Acevedo.
0: I'm Claire Santo.
2: And I'm Isabel Martinez. And welcome to Great Expectations, Real Time. Today, we are going back to the 1850s to discuss the various events that took place throughout chapters one through seven of Great Expectations, written by Charles Dickens. In segment one of today's episode, we will be discussing Pip's interactions with the convict, such as how he treats Pip, how Pip reacts, and the interactions we predict they will have in the future. Later, in segment two of today's episode, we will be talking about the relationship between Pip and Joe, Pip and Mrs. Joe, and Joe and Mrs. Joe. While describing the relationships between their family, we will also go into detail regarding the many similarities that Joe and Pip face or faced in their homes as children. We will later be stating our opinions regarding what we think about Pip's home life after discussing the many internal and external struggles that Pip faces at home. Lastly, in segment 3 of today's episode, we will be discussing what it would have been like to live a low-born life in London and some aspects of this lifestyle, regarding how it isn't a path that you get to choose. It is something you were born into, and the many struggles that people face as lowborn citizens of their society. In contrast, we will be discussing what a highborn life may have been like back then, their privileges and even their struggles.
0: This is Isabel Marquez, and today's first segment is about the interactions between Pip, the main character, and the convicts. Also, what we think will happen later on in the story because of these interactions. The first interaction with Pip and the convicts is in the graveyard when Pip is approached by this homeless-looking man with an iron cuff on his ankle. The convict tells Pip if he doesn't bring him food and a file, then another convict who is meaner than him will come and hurt him. As a child, of course, Pip takes this threat seriously. That night when Pip sneaks off to find the convict with brandy, food, and a file, he comes across another convict and mistakes him for the original convict, or convict number one, but then slowly realizes that the unrecognizable convict is this scary, meaner convict that will hurt him if he doesn't bring the original convict back some food. Then when Pip finally delivers the food, file, and brandy to, the com- to convict number one, they began to talk about the interactions with the other inmate which leads the reader to believe that the original convict was lying to Pip about there being a meaner convict trying to hurt him. He just used that to scare Pip. The next interactions between Pip and the convict are when the convicts are caught by officers and instead of telling everyone that Pip gave him the file and food, he takes the blame by saying he broke into the house and stole everything. Due to the convicts taking the blame, I wouldn't be surprised if later on in the book, Pip and the convict come across each other again and Pip will either try helping him again now that he knows he's a good guy, or the convict will do something nice because Pip never said anything even when the convict took the blame. And all, I think Pip will receive some good karma from the way he helped out the original convict.
1: Hi, I'm Elias Acevedo, and in segment two of today's episode, we will be talking about the relationship between Pip and Joe, Pip and Mrs. Joe, and Joe and Mrs. Joe. While describing the relationship between their family, we will also go into detail regarding the many similarities that Joe and Pip face or faced in their homes as children, leaving us to contemplate our opinions regarding what we think about Pip's home life after discussing the many internal and external struggles that Pip faces. I believe that the only way to describe the atmosphere of Pip's house is tedious. His sister slash mother figure, Mrs. Joe, is abusive to both his brother-in-law named Joe and himself. I think that this really makes a tension rise between the two that makes Pip scared of doing anything bad that can cause him to get in trouble. Their relationship is not strong due to this and makes Pip feel almost like if he was a son of a very strict mom. We can tell in most parts of the book that Pip doesn't care about Mrs. Joe getting mad, yet he still does care about getting in trouble. This leads him to never change and makes this relationship even worse. A much more lighthearted relationship is that between Joe and Pip. This differs from that of the mother-son relationship between the other two characters. He is more of a brother figure to Pip, and they enjoy the company of one another. Joe and Pip both have similar mindsets when they talk about Mrs. Joe. They do share many similarities with each other. The first would be their experiences when they do something wrong. Whenever the two get caught by Mrs. Joe, they're introduced by the tickler, which serves as a way of hitting them. The second is their hatred or dislike of Mrs. Joe. They do not enjoy the company of her being around and get very annoyed whenever she does something wrong.
3: Hi, I'm Claire Santo, and in the last segment of today's episode, I will be talking about what it would be like to live in the different classes of London in the time of great expectations. Being born in lowborn London would make day-to-day life very difficult, especially for young children. You start working at a young age and don't get all the benefits and luxuries that other higher classes may get, like nice clothes, shoes, food, and maybe even shelter. You're constantly under pressure from your family and under pressure that you may not be able to survive. Like how in Great Expectations, Pip has to start working at a very young age and gets little to no schooling. However, being born into the higher classes, you get many more luxuries. You don't have to worry about things like clothes, money or education or really any of the things that like lower classes may have to worry about. But also being in higher classes can be stressful because you are constantly living up to the standards that your family has set for themselves.
4: This is Isabel Martinez back here. In segment one of today's episode, we discussed Pip's interactions with the convict regarding how he treats Pip, how Pip reacts, and the interactions we predict they will have in the future. After great discussion, we have come to the conclusion that Pip's interactions with the convict will likely be positive in the future. Later, in segment two of today's episode, we talked about the relationship between Pip and his family. We also went into detail regarding the many similarities that Joe and Pip face, or faced in their homes as children, finding that Joe is even more relatable to Pip than we had ever realized. We also stated our opinions regarding what we thought about Pip's home life after discussing the many internal and external struggles that Pip faces at home. Lastly, in segment 3 of today's episode, we discussed what it would have been like to live a lone-born life in London only to find that aspects of this lifestyle aren't anyone's choice the majority of the time. Rather, it is something you were born into. In contrast, we discuss the many privileges high-born people are given, their life in the 1850s, and even some of their struggles. That's this week's episode of Great Expectations Real Time. Don't forget to join us for episode two. Once again, this was Isabella Marquez, Elias Acevedo, Claire Santos, and Isabel Martinez, and we thank you for listening.